The Fields Auto Group proudly presents Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks, J.P. Shadrick, John Osher, and NFL Network analyst and former Jaguar Bucky Brooks bring you the latest on your Jacksonville Jaguars. We've got to look to the draft. We've got to look to developing the guys that are currently here and obviously retain as many of these guys as we can. Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks starts right now. Welcome into the Huddle Up podcast. Today is Wednesday, April 12th. J.P. Shadrick with NFL Network analyst Bucky Brooks. Jaguars.com senior writer John Osier is out this week. Give us a listen on the podcast page at Jaguars.com or on the official Jaguars podcast network. That's on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. But if you're listening, that means you're already there. And thank you for joining us Again, Bucky, how are you today, man? Here we are, two two weeks and one day from round one. Man, really excited. Really excited about how everything is coming together. It's not only the draft, but off-season workouts being a, a week away from uh, starting. Uh, it's funny because, man, football season never ends. And I think when you have the off-season program begin to kick off in earnest, now you begin to become optimistic about 2023 and you officially put 2022 to bed. Yeah, we'll get to the draft a little bit later. Let's start with with that offseason program. A lot of teams around the league have started already. The Jaguars start on the 17th officially with Phase 1, which is strength and conditioning only. It's all voluntary, of course. But I will say, Bucky, coming in here every day, I'm seeing more and more cars in the players' lot as the days move along here. And... You know, that means that's a good sign. Right? Guys are around. They're wanting to come in. They're working out. They're doing whatever they need to do here, rehab-wise, whatever that is. It feels like that is starting to build toward the off-season program on their own. Well, that means guys want to be around here. That's a good start. It is a great start. It also means um, the culture has uh, really opened itself up to where players really want to be a part of the Jags, meaning that Doug Peterson has created an environment where people want to be around. They want to work hard on their own. They want to volunteer and see how they can get better because they tasted the level of success last year uh, in the program. And so they want to be not only that, they, they, they feel like they can take the next steps. And the only way you can do it uh, from a coaching standpoint is to have guys that want to do extra. You don't want to have to mandate that stuff. You don't want to make it mandatory that you have to come in and do those things. You have guys that willingly come in doing the offseason, willingly show up for all of the voluntary OTAs and mini camps and those things because then that translates into all of a sudden they start showing up on Tuesdays during the regular season. They start doing all the little things that the great teams do. And so, you know, the fact that you're saying that the parking lot has been full, people are coming in, you can see them trickling in. To me, those are positive things that guys want to be around, want to kind of start getting the 2023 season up and going. Now, I never said it was full, Bucky. I said from as the days go along, it's it feels – okay, it's full. It's yeah, full. it's full. It's, it's full. full. We'll just say – we just take the positive part of it. Like it was over <laughs> – okay. like, like there a lot of cars, a lot of cars, people buzzing around. We got guys going in. And so um, you have that. You have a lot of people. And like, one of the things about being in Jacksonville is unlike some cold weather cities where it's hard to keep people around, it's warm. It's warm. You got golf courses. You have stuff to do. So it's easy to make it a 365 residence for you as opposed to kind of bouncing. You go to your hometown, but you come back. And so that's why, um, even though Coach Peterson won't talk about, like, hey, these things are mandatory or whatever, it's a lot easier to have guys always show up when you're located in a nice spot where the weather is nice and you can do things outside of 
you know, the four or five hours that you have spent at the facility. Bucky, I will tell you, you obviously weren't here this weekend because the weather was just awful. Nor'easter came in. It was blowing. It was I mean, well, raining I mean, and mat- cold. It was like 60 degrees. Like, what are we doing? Well, I mean, that's part of it. I saw the Masters, so I knew, like, you had to get hit with some of that stuff. Like, I saw <laughs> Tiger limping around the course and, and all kinds of, like, weather gear, and I saw all the other people. So I, I understood that that probably trickled down to – North Florida and maybe Jacksonville got hit with a little bit of that nor'easter. Yeah, it trickled. That's for sure. Register now for the 2023 Duval Draft Party at Daly's Place presented by Donovan Air, Electric, and Plumbing. Thursday, April 27th, 7 p.m. The gates open. It's free for all fans. Live draft analysis and onstage appearances by head coach Doug Peterson and select Jaguars players. But you must register to attend. Visit jaguars.com slash official draft party. And we'll see you in two weeks. Well, let's move to the draft now, Bucky. The Jaguars, of course, at number 24 overall. And as we've talked about before, it's just a different dynamic, obviously, much different than the number one overall pick. We have the pick of the litter. You're waiting to see what happens ahead of you. But let's just uh, let's go through of the positions that could be of need for the Jaguars. Corner, offensive line. D-line, let's say tight end as well. If those are all options for you at 24 and those guys are there, which one do you go after first and, and why? Um, well, there are a few different things that you want to consider. Uh, I would say we need a defensive back in the worst way. Yeah. And the defensive back doesn't necessarily need to be an outside corner. It can be an inside corner. If um, – we believe that Darius Williams can play outside and can function outside. Then you want to find a guy that can go inside. Trey Hernan has re-signed in his back. Um, but that position is one where you need to find another starter. That nickelback is a, a, you know, the 12th starter. And so if you can find someone that can man that position, that can do it successfully and do it at a high level, uh, you pull the trigger. Um, offensively, you know, it's, it's interesting looking at the roster and just wondering, uh, you lose Chris Mannert's, uh, do you want to get another tight end to pair with Evan Ingram to do some of the things uh, that Doug Peterson has done in the past where you have two tight ends on the field and those things? But in doing that, that might mean you remove Christian Kirk or Calvin Ridley or Zay Jones. So how much of that you know, do you want to weigh uh, and consider when it comes to the risk-reward factor? And then you can never have enough big bodies up front, offense or defensive line. You can never have enough. You can never turn on an opportunity and get better. Uh, in the in the in the in the, in the trenches, and so you want to make sure that you address that. So um, we'll see because it's wide open, and a lot of it is this draft. Maybe fifteen guys that are consensus first round talents. Everybody else is trying to figure out where where they deserve, where they belong, and so draft is going to be interesting because as much as I want to say like, hey, the Jags do this, some crazy stuff is going to happen up top. And it just means that a good player or two is going to be right there when the Jaguars are picking. And it's really the the mindset of the organization, right? Do you want to be you – know, you've already put a lot of weapons around Trevor Lawrence, obviously in free agency and mm-hmm. on the offensive line over the last couple of years. So do you want to keep building that? Do you want to try to trend towards, as you said before, 30 points per game? And just let yes. the defense figure out, you know, uh, are, you know, can you get cornerbacks later in this draft? Everybody and they, and we know who they are. They are very, you know, knowledgeable. They say it is a deep cornerback mm-hmm. class. So can you get a starting caliber corner uh, in a later round? 
Uh, you can, but I would say you don't want to mess around on that. Like the way that you you have to play now, and it's taking a while for me to warm up to it. I mean, I just <laughs> come on here and talk about running the football and doing this, but now when you look around at the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, uh, the magic number each week is going to be thirty, and you have to find a way to put up points. And the way the game is officiated, it is all about the offense, and so you want to be able to play great offense, uh, outstanding, explosive offense, big plays. And then you want to play bend but don't break defense. So you score a bunch of points, but then you make the people nickel and dime it down the field. You play the odds. Uh, you see if you can just get a stop or two in game, and then you knock people out with uh, a punishing running game at the end of it to salt it away. And so you still got to be about points. So if I'm Doug Peterson and Trent Baalke, I'm looking to figure out how can I continue to elevate the quarterback? What other pieces can we add to make life easy for Trevor Lawrence? That still has to be the priority. All right, uh, so in that case, are you going mm-hmm. O-line or are you going tight end at number 24 in, in, in that mindset? I mean, could, uh, could, that could, might. yeah, because yeah. you know, let's, let's talk through it a little bit more. The offensive line, right? Cam Robinson um, coming off an injury, left tackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walker Little, right tackle. You, you've got uh, a veteran right guard and sheriff who's here for a little bit. Ben Barch, okay. Uh, you got a young center. But, you know, the swing tackle – Josh Wells is, what, year 10 in the league. They just signed for a Mm -hmm. one-year deal. So, you know, how long will those guys be available and around that are on the starting offensive line is one question. Then you just mentioned the tight end part of it as well. How how many times are you really going to use two tight ends? Yeah, no, don't necessarily have to expand a first-round pick on it unless that player that is sitting there at 24 is significantly better than the other guys that are on the board in the first round, meaning he has a much higher grade than anybody else on the board. And so then you take him because your board said that he was the best player that was left in this round. We have to take him because he not only brings value, uh, he's probably going to bring talent and production. So those things. Offensive line-wise, um, we've seen it a few different ways. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs completely flipped their offensive line, uh, was able to keep Pat Mahomes upright and protected. We've seen others not necessarily throw a lot of resources at the offensive line and the quarterback is bailed him out. Um, this strikes me as almost like a two, like, like, like a multi-pronged attack where you're saying, okay, first round, I'm going to go get the offensive line. Second round, I can go get the tight end if I want to because there are a ton of tight ends in this thing. But you got to take care of Trevor Lawrence. You got to make sure that he is comfortable from the pocket and that he has plenty of people to throw. Back in a moment, plenty more ahead. Bucky will dissect the top of this draft and a lot of quarterbacks and options for the teams at the top. I know you'll have answers when we come back on the Huddle Up podcast. Welcome back to the Huddle Up podcast. J.P. Shadrick, Bucky Brooks, John Osher is out this week, and the Jaguars are locked in for 2023 the thrill of a win and electricity of the fans make game day at the bank an experience like no other. So join your friends, family, and fellow diehards and become a Jag season ticket member. The fun is here, and you don't want to miss out. Visit jaguars.com slash tickets or call 904-633-2000 and buy today. How many mock drafts are you up to now, Bucky? I only saw two uh, online. Is that right? Yeah, I might be on three or four or something like that. Like we're trying to figure out what to do. And, you know, the tough thing about mock drafts is trying to jump in the body of somebody else and what they're thinking. And there's a lot of conversation coming out of 
the buildings of our division rivals, the Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts and even the Tennessee Titans, respectively, regarding the quarterback position and what they're going to do at quarterback. Well, what we do know is in the AFC, the quarterback play is crazy. Um, Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. You have Aaron Rodgers, who is expected to come over. Trevor is in our building. You have Tua. Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson. You have Tua Tagovailoa. You have Russell Wilson trying to find it again. You have Pretty Jimmy going to Las Vegas. <laughs> I mean, you have, I mean, you have dues upon dues upon dues. And so, you know, when we talk about the draft strategy, yeah, we can talk about oh, we got to find a way to defend them, but you got to set your quarterback up for success in the event that a, I mean, a, a, a pure on shootout breaks out. You have to be ready to go, and you have to be able to hit those big numbers. I saw a story that Bryce Young is now, again, the betting favorite as the number one pick, if you're into that for entertainment purposes mm-hmm. only, obviously. but uh, And then now Houston is the number two pick. And I, I said this on mm-hmm. a show earlier, and I think I heard Ryan Leaf say this the other day on one of his podcasts. Uh, C.J. Stroud, if he's available at two to the Texans, is represented by David Mulligetta, who is Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson's agent. So mm-hmm. do you tie any of that together as a possible, oh, we're going to pass on Stroud? Or at some point, you, you're going to have to deal with him again if you're the Texans, right? Uh, at some point, you have to deal with him again. But it certainly could be a bit of an issue. And I think you've heard and you've seen people say, uh, I think Adam Schefter came out today and said, it's not a lock that they're going to take. Um, a quarterback at two, they may go another direction. Uh, some of that could have something to do with who is representing Stroud. I'll say this. If they don't take Stroud, I believe they're making a mistake because he is as good as they get uh, at quarterback. He's your and number one guy, right, this year? He, he is my number one guy. But, I mean, it's, look, it's super close. They both are talented. They both have big-time stuff. Bryce Young is just little. I mean, he's just small. I've never seen anybody in the league play like that. Like, he's built differently than uh, everybody. Like, Kyler Murray, he's built differently than Tua. Like, he's built differently than all of them. But maybe he ends up being a better player, but the odds suggest that you always go with the bigger, more talented prospect. Do you think they would go defense? Would they go pass rusher, Will Anderson, like considering D'Amico and his, and his defensive background, or is that – you know, is he past that now that he's the head coach? I mean, it could be D'Amico or Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. It could be either one of those guys. Yeah, I mean, it could be um, that. Maybe it's Jalen Carter. Maybe they just smoke screening and say, yeah, no, we're not going to bypass on the best defender in the draft, the guy who has all the tools to be great. Um, what did, what those two teams at the top do? The Texans and the, and the Colts. Well, Colts are four. Um, gosh, man, it just completely could alter the landscape. Uh, so, you know, we were watching with bated breath, trying to hope that they make poor decisions um, so we can get a good player. <laughs> Anthony, I'm just being honest. Right. I mean, like, is Anthony Richardson part of that discussion, really? And would he be one of those decisions that, would, that you just referenced? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. But, and, like, yeah, if, if someone takes him early, good luck. God bless. I mean, it's, that's, a, that's one wild project. Um, same thing with Will Levis, another project. Um, big arm, but a project. Good luck, big, yeah. big, big arm, and that'll help you in a slow pitch softball game. But it may not help you play quarterback when it comes to getting the ball into the hands of the playmakers on the perimeter, making decisions, 
and all of that. Like this game is more than just about running around in a t-shirt and shorts and showing people how far you can spin it. There's a an aptitude. There's a cerebral quality to the way that you must play the game to get the ball out of your hands and handle all the post snap stuff that people are throwing at you. So I don't know, man. I don't know if like either guy can handle the weight of responsibility early, but they certainly are intriguing prospects in all right. A lot of AFC South teams in the first round of this draft. Obviously, the Texans have a couple picks. It's um, it's going to be crazy to see, and we're only two weeks away. And you're not going to be. I you're mean, not. What do you got draft weekend? What's going on with you this year? You were here uh, last man, year, man. So I was. I was there. We had no more pick. I was able to get away and, and do some stuff, but not now. I have uh, NFL responsibilities. I got to do NFL Plus. So Thursday night, first night of the draft, I'll be behind the wall on your app, your tablet. You can check us out. Uh, I'll be with Mike Yam, and we'll have instant reaction and analysis after every pick. And then I think I'll get a slight reprieve on Friday. But on Sunday, I'm pregame show, in in the middle of the draft hits, postgame show, all of it. I'm doing it all. Got you covered. Got you covered from A, a to B. You're try- so How about that? You said tune into the app. But they're going to be watching Jaguars.com and Jags radio coverage that, that, that Thursday night. Well, so, I like mean, I think, I think, I think most people, I think most people should have multiple screens. Like, I mean, most of us have like a, a iPhone, iPad, computer to go with what else we have on, on the screens. There are a lot of, lot of opportunities for them to like look at, at everything. Microsoft Surface. You know, uh, if if you're on that side of it, Microsoft, yeah, Microsoft Surface app, like you can have that. Your Galaxies, all your Android and whatever items. We won't keep anybody out. Everyone is welcome to come to the party. Like it's just not a <laughs> an Apple only party. We, we have Microsoft fully in the building. Okay, well, I mean, we're gonna look forward to maybe trying to reach out to you whenever you have some time over that weekend. We've got oh, a, I got you. Like that's I don't not, know, that's we'll see. It you. sounds like you're busy you. though. I mean, uh, the first and the last day. Uh, maybe Friday yeah. we can snag you for a little bit. Oh yeah, we can snag. We can we can rehash all the things that took place in round one. We can preview what's going to happen rounds twos and threes, and then kind of go from there. And then maybe Saturday, I'm sure you'd be doing something. I'm sure you have all kinds of other stuff that you're doing, responsibilities and parties. But maybe you can squeeze in a call if you need to. Oh hey, wow! Thanks, Bucky. I appreciate you that. We'll, call. we'll be hey, sure to call yeah. your agent and and work mm-hmm. that out. That's great. Well, be, be uh, nice. I mean, you know, like nickels and dimes, all nickels and dimes. It's all nickels and dimes. It's not much. Just nickels and dimes. It Roll the quarters. It all spins the same. Uh, Bucky, well done, as always. Thanks for the time. And uh, let's do it again next week. We'll be one week to the draft. That's how it works. We're two weeks now. Next week, it'll be one week away. Oh, and I know we have a nice preview. Get ready for the draft. Who to look for? Who's going to be the surprises? All the other stuff. Yeah, we can talk about it. And we're going to get a final, you know, the week of the draft, we'll get a final who the Jaguars are going to pick out of you. That'll be uh, in a couple weeks' time. Bucky, we'll talk to you next week, man. Appreciate it. All right, man. Thanks. Listen to all the pods on the podcast page at jaguars.com or the official Jaguars Podcast Network on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download pods. Leave us a comment and a five-star rating. For Bucky Brooks, Joe Fortunato, Max Hockman, I'm J.P. Shadrick. Thanks for listening to the Huddle Up Podcast.